Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hey guys, it's Pastor Chris, man, and it is an awesome Sunday morning, amen, praise God. I am so excited I get to come to you and share this message, praise God. God is so good, amen, he's been blessing us, he's been keeping us, he's been protecting our family, he's been protecting our church family, your family, he is such a good God, amen. We're praying for the world and we're seeing change and transformation because God is faithful to his word, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Man, today I got a message for you. I think it's going to be life-changing. I was thinking about this thought this week, and it really challenged me to go to a deeper place in my walk with God. How many of you know, as we're walking through um, maybe uncharted waters, times we've never seen before, circumstances, situations we've never had before, I started thinking about this. Man, you got to keep your peace. Amen? I don't know about you, but peace seems like it's tough sometimes to keep. And the title of my sermon today is this. It's your job to be a peace protector. Amen? Write that down. It's my job and your job to be a peace protector. I've got to protect my peace. Amen? Because how many of you know there's a lot of opposition coming against your peace in life. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, one of the things I want you to really realize in life is that Jesus has given us peace. No matter what we face in life, we have peace to overcome the circumstances of life. But we got to be peace protectors to be overcomers in everything the earth kind of brings in. You know, one of the things I was thinking about was this. Peace is a fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. Galatians chapter 5 talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So peace is a fruit. Amen. And how many know peace is a fruit that sometimes I don't eat? (laughs) I'm not proud to say it, but sometimes peace is a fruit that I don't eat. Amen. I've been leaving some peace fruit behind. I don't know about you. Some uncharted times have maybe made me and you maybe a little bit more susceptible not to walk in peace. So today's message is be a peace protector. I'm going to talk more about it. It's going to be powerful. Look right here. I love this. Having an attitude of peace and calm is priceless. Now, here's one of the things I want you to see. I found out this in life. I am really not in control of life. Amen. Maybe you've been finding this out. The earth has found this out. We thought we were in control, you know, like, I'm in control. No, we found out that we're not in control of the circumstances of life and the situations that life brings. Okay? That's a gimme. We're not in control of it. It's going to be ups, downs, all around. You're not in control of the circumstances in life, but you are in control of one thing. And that one thing is this, you are in control of how you're going to respond to life. Guys, that is where your peace protection comes in the most. I maybe cannot control every situation that's going on in life, but I can control my response. Amen? Because how many of you know it seems like some people have been put in your life to be peace protector 
problems. <laughs> Amen. It's like the person at work. Some of you are like happy because like, I don't have to see that person at work. That's a massive problem. Or maybe some of you are like, oh my God, I'm trapped in the house with problems. There are problems all over the place. I want you to know this, that we are in control of our response to circumstances. I may not be able to control my environment and people and stuff, but I am in control of my response, and that's where the protection of peace comes in. I got to protect my peace. Listen to this. It's an, it's an attitude that says this. I'm trusting God. It, it speaks it speaks like that. It's a powerful way to say things. Like, I, I'm trusting God. Even though I don't understand what's going on, I'm going to trust God. It takes time, focus, and grace. My God, does it take grace. Can I get an amen? Come on. High five your air, air high five your neighbor. Air high five across the room. Air high five. Come on, give me somebody an air five. Why? It takes time, focus, and grace of God and to learn to consistently to be a peaceful person. That's what you got to realize. But I got to be a peace protector. You know, one of the things I think that's so important as we get into this message, I want I want to kind of share some stuff with you that I think it's so important that we we develop constant peace. Now listen. How many of you know, I'm kind of setting you up just a little bit. Well, how in the world you're going to say, am I to be a peace protector? Well, you're going to need problems. <laughs> My God in heaven. Sometimes I wonder, why do I preach this stuff? Because <laughs> we're going to have to live it. Amen. This is what I'm saying. What do you mean? We're going to have to develop constant or consistent peace. We're going to have to learn to live in the now. So what I'm saying is this. Well, how in the world do you learn how to develop peace? Well, simple. You learn to develop peace because you're going to have to go through pressure of problems, circumstances, situations, stuff. You know what I mean? How am I going to have peace with people unless what? Now, I don't know about you, okay? But at the opposite of peace might be strife, maybe, the opposite of peace might be all these different things. Like, obviously, you're going to have to deal with the strife factor. You're going to have to deal with the forgive factor. Whatever takes your peace, whatever. Now, you're, you're an individual. you got to ask yourself, what takes my peace? Amen? And whatever is taking your peace. Somebody's like, my spouse. Well, praise be to God. You can't just get rid of them. Amen? <laughs> amen? My kids. Well, guess what? You can't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying. Maybe there's stuff in your life that you have to kind of say, well, this is an area where my peace gets hit. Maybe it's pressure financially. Maybe it's your body. Maybe you've been like, man, you know, I haven't been feeling great. And because of the pain in my body, it's been taking some of my peace. You got to look at the situations and know this, that you have to respond with the word of God and to respond with victory means I got to protect my peace. Amen. So it's important. So look at this. It says this right here. We can spend a lot of time thinking about the past, wondering what the future holds. But we can't accomplish anything unless our mind is focused on today. The Bible tells us that God gives us grace for the day. So I want you to use the ability generously for the grace that's in today to transform your world and protect your peace. Amen. Being a peace protector is important, and that's what we're going to learn today to do. How do I become a peace protector? protector. I want to give you this, right? I was thinking about something, you know, we just went on a trip a couple months ago and um, I was traveling 
And we had to get up, oh man, me and PL had to get up so early. I think we got up like 4 o'clock in the morning to get the car and bring the car back to the airport. And usually, you know, sometimes we just do it. And I, and I was thinking about something when I was thinking about protecting your peace. We got in the car, you know, we're driving, it's really dark, and we're out. And all of a sudden, that little, that little tire gauge light came on. And it wasn't, it wasn't my car. You know, so I don't, I don't know all the details. I just seen the tire pressure light came on. And I was thinking, well, you know, maybe one of the tires is getting a little flat. Maybe it's getting a little bit, you know, whatever, you know, losing a little air. I didn't think we were in a problem. And all of a sudden, that little warning light told me, well, something was wrong. So obviously, you know, I'm driving, I'm driving. And all of a sudden, I kind of stood on and I was like, well, let me click some buttons. You know, I started clicking buttons. And then all of a sudden, I got that little tire gauge thing. You know, it tells you how much air is in each tire. You know, 32, 32, you know, 32. And the back left tire was kind of funny. It's like, it was like 30. And I was like, all right, you know, a little bit of air. And as I was driving, I started seeing the air leaving the tire. And it was a crazy, it was crazy. It was dark. We're driving, trying to get to the airport. We're going to the airport. And it's like 30, 27. You know, and I'm almost like, okay, this is not good, but we're getting there. And we made a wrong turn. And it was like 27 became like 22. And I'm going, oh my God, do you we gotta get there? And my piece is out the window. You know, I'm like praying the Holy Ghost and we're get there. And literally, I drove into the thing, pulled the car in with like 14 pounds of pressure. And it was almost embarrassing. I pull in like a lunatic, right? Pull this thing in. You can literally get out. And on my side of the car, because it was my left side, you can actually smell the rubber. You know, and the guy is just looking at me like, Bro, this ain't good. I'm like, no, it ain't. And my piece was shot out, okay? I didn't have peace. It was like I was going to run late, and I was all over the place. And for some reason, I thought about that story today when I was getting ready to become a peace protector because I figured out something. It's my job to protect my peace, but sometimes the warning lights of life light up and try to take my peace just like that little tire pressure thing. I'm going, me, me and her were getting a little frustrated, right? You know, and she's like, well, what? I was like, well, tell me where to go. And we're like in the car and it's like, well, we got to get there. It's like, oh, the tire. I'm like, you know, and then I'm thinking, oh my God, if I got to pull over on the side of the road, I'm going to miss my plane. We're not going to get home. Everything's, and you just lose it in the moment. And I kind of got on the tram going to the airport thinking, man, you know what? Whew. Yeah, I've definitely failed the peaceful fruit of righteousness right there for the day. So I didn't protect my peace. I should have trusted the Lord, obviously. But sometimes when the pressure of that tire went from 30 to 27 to 24 to 22 to 20, when that thing got into teens, I'm thinking, we got a problem. And sometimes in life, those warning gauges show up like, oh, it's not that big a deal. You know, I think like we even seen this in this season we walked in. Oh, that ain't no big deal. And then all of a sudden, here comes all the fear, and here comes all the problems, and here comes all the situations and circumstances that make you and me think, my God in heaven, is this even, is this even an attitude of my mind I should have? You got to protect your peace, and to be able to perfect becoming a peace protector, you're going to have to be aware of the warning lights that show up in your life. And you got to realize this, the only way to develop peace 
might be by walking through some problems and some situations that seem to be out of your and my control. So today's going to be powerful. It's life-changing. Let's hope your pressure gauge isn't on in your peace department right now because I promise you this. If you could push through, you will develop the fruit of peace to make it through every one of life's storms. Amen. It's going to be great. Glory to God. You know, one of the scriptures in the Bible says this. It says, let him search for peace and seek it eagerly. It's our job to develop peace. It's my job to seek it, and it's my job to develop it. It is a fruit of the Spirit, just like walking in love. You have to develop it. You don't just grow it automatically. You develop in the process through the pressure. You develop in the process through the pressure. And how many of you know peace pressure is coming? Because that's the only way to develop fruit. You have to have resistance to grow in anything. Look at this scripture right here. I like this. It's in the message, Philippians 4 and 5. It really gets us to understand this. We have to go to new levels. Pursue is a strong word. It means this. It requires action and doing whatever it takes to maintain peace in our life. It means not always getting our way or having the last word in an argument. It requires us to trust God even more than the people in our lives. But it's worth it. Why is that? Are you ready to enjoy a new level of peace? Are you ready to go to a new place of peace? Are you ready to embrace others in a peaceful situation? And are you ready to develop the fruit of peace that can make you a peace protector for your future? Look what it says right here in Philippians 4 and 5. I got it in the Message Bible. It says, make it as clear as you can to what? To, to, you got to get this, right? Make it as clear as you can. Four and five, it's powerful. Make it as clear as you can to what? All you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up at any minute. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let your petitions and praise shape your worries in the prayers. How about that one? One of the keys with peace is just shape your worries in the prayers. Don't take your worries around with you. Shape them into prayers and give them to God. Watch this. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces our worries at the center of our life. Isn't that good? Isn't that great news to know we could give these, we could give these unpeaceful situations to God? So how do I protect my peace? Remember, you're not in control of the circumstances of your life, but you're in control of your response to the circumstances. I think one of the number one things to do is write these down. I've got a bunch of these for you today, and I think they're going to be helpful. I think they're takeaways that you and I can take to transform our life. Here's number one. Make a decision not to get upset. Isn't that great? Make a conscious decision on the daily. I'm not going to get upset. What is upset going to do in the situations that I'm walking through? It's not going to speed up any process. You know, usually the first time you and I hear something, it's the worst it's ever going to be. You know, sometimes I think we almost become frantic or we get a little bit like, oh, my God. You know, it's like the, oh, the, it's like the ceiling has exploded because something happened. You know, one of the things I think that we've been spending a lot of time with people, we're realizing that, man, we got to grow in peace. We got we to gotta grow in being calm. We got to grow and not really losing it as much as maybe we lose it because we become 
touchy in areas of life because guess what? When we develop the fruit of peace, we're going to walk in the fruit of love. It's very important. I love this. How about we make a decision not to get upset? What's your life going to look like if you wake up tomorrow and go, I'm going to try not to get upset. I'm going to try to walk with a little bit more peace and patience in, in a place like this so this way I don't get upset. I got a great scripture for you. I love this. I love I love this scripture right here. Look at Proverbs 19, 19 in the message. Look at this. It's so good. Let angry people endure the backlash of their own anger. And if you try to make it better, you're only going to make it worse. You know, isn't that the truth? Sometimes when we get angry or angry people, you know, I got news for you. You might be on the side of needing to develop peace, but you might be around a bunch of people that don't have any peace. Did you hear what I said? Now, that's really important. You said, Pastor Chris, what do I do with this sermon today? I'm a pretty peaceful person. I'm pretty calm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. Well, guess what? You might be calm and you might walk in peace, but if you ever get around somebody that doesn't have peace, that'll rub off on you. You know what I'm saying? You ever get around somebody who doesn't have peace and they're chaotic and they're, 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 oh my God, oh my God, they're like a five alarm fire, you know? I like it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to like say this in a negative way. But when you put on the news, there's they 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 will rob your peace uh, in in five minutes. Your peace will be out the window, and you got all these concerns. Have you ever done this? Have you ever talked to somebody that's not in a peaceful position in their season of life, and almost their cares, their worries, their concerns, their problems have rubbed off on you? Just from talking to them, just from maybe having a phone call or being around them, their atmosphere has already invaded your life. Isn't that wild? You know what? That means that their moment in life has rubbed off on you. And if you're not careful, I've done this and you've done this. Have you ever had somebody show in, show up, and they're, they're maybe angry or they're upset and they're upset with somebody or they're angry with someone or they're talking about someone, and you're like, and you, you, you make it your fight. Like, I'm mad too. Well, who are you mad at? I'm mad at who they're mad at. Well, why are you mad? I don't know, but they're mad, so I'm mad. Or they're upset and I'm upset. And this mind-dealing thing goes on where your peace is messed up because somebody came into your atmosphere and messed your peace up. You got to be a peace protector. Be on the lookout for problems to my peace protection plan. Amen. Now listen, do me a favor. Don't go around and tell your spouse, Pastor Chris said, you're a problem to my peace. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to respond to that email. You understand what I'm saying? Pastor Chris said that the kids are our peace problem. Let's ship them off to grandma's house. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. Guess what? Praise be to God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to have to develop it. So one of the number one things I think we need to do, how about we make a decision not to get upset? I don't know about you, but man, that blessed my heart. I'm going to make a decision not to get upset. I got to be a peace protector because if I don't protect my peace, I'm going to find problems. How about this one? Write this down. Number two, remember nobody's perfect. Okay. Don't have unreal expectations. Nobody's perfect, amen? You say some people, they're just a problem, and they are. There's some people we're going to talk about. Some people are just undesigned to be a problem, okay? Just pray to God you're not that person, all right? And if you are, 
get some peace and figure it out, amen? But how about number two? Remember, nobody's perfect. Don't have unreal expectations, okay? You have to really gauge unmet expectations because they become a big letdown in relationships. Don't have unreal expectations, it's hard. You know, sometimes I think like, oh, we think people are going to make us happy or situations are going to make us happy or circumstances are going to make us happy. Look at this. One of the scriptures, y'all, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. I got it in the Message Bible in Proverbs 13, 12. It reads a little bit clearer. It, it's unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. Amen? But a sudden good break can turn your life around. Isn't that great news? Yeah. Hope deferred makes your heart sick. That means I got, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. You know, you're hoping everybody changes. You're hoping everybody gets better. Guys, I got a question for you. What if nobody around you changes? Maybe nobody around you is going to change by design. Maybe this is the opportunity for you to grow in a place of peace, no matter what the circumstances around you are doing. I think Jesus was the master of not allowing the circumstances he was facing to determine his reaction in the earth. You know, I tell a lot of people this. Life is a series of events that you're not in control of. But here's the key. You're either going to react or you're going to act. Jesus was a master of action, never reacting. Jesus, are you the son of God? If that's who you say that I am, I am. He had no reflex of flesh reaction. He walked in the calmness and the peacefulness of acting becomingly based upon the word of God. Now, of course, we're all trying to achieve this level of greater anointed glory, like manifesting the love of God, the peace of God. We're growing, guys. But here's how I got news. Maybe the problems around you are cultivating the character within you. Maybe the problems around you are cultivating a greater love walk. Maybe your character is getting challenged. Now, I don't know about you, but I know close confinement reveals concealed problems that have probably been there on everybody's side, and they're helping you grow. Because I found out this about God. God is not concerned with my comfort as much as he's concerned with my character. God's about building character. And you know what's funny thing? We just came out of uh, walking in the season of righteousness with the teaching, and we're going to continue that. But here's what I'm saying. I found out that Jesus' intercession is based on my understanding. This is, it's based on my understanding. Jesus is interceding for me, but guess what? His work is more in a place of intercession by my lack of understanding to walk in the word in the earth. So if I walk in the word in the earth, Jesus doesn't have as much interceding to do on my behalf. That's the truth. Because he is waiting for us to grow into the fullness of Christ. The full measure and stature like the man and woman of God. So everything that God has done is about growth. He wants you and me to grow into the fullness of the image. Amen? So what's that mean? So maybe, ask yourself the question, maybe some of the people around me 
are here to help me cultivate the what? Character within me. One of the things I noticed is this. Number three was this. Close confinement creates discomfort. Can we get an amen right there, brother? I said right there. Can we get an amen?
Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.